Hello, my love. Welcome to Self Love with Sid, the podcast. I'm a self love, confidence, and manifesting podcaster and course creator, as well as a labor and delivery nurse. This podcast is here to remind you that you are worthy of love from yourself and others. You get to be a confident badass, and you're capable of living the life of your dreams. I love sharing the tools that have helped me and what I continue to learn on my own self love and confidence journey. Thank you for being here, and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Mwah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 37, um, and I'm super excited because I have another interview guest on again this week. This is the second week in a row, um, and I'm bringing on Jenny Gibson, who I have met through the coaching world and through um, the Game Changer Collective, which is my business coach's membership, monthly membership, so we've connected through there. Um, Jenny was a beta tester for my How to Build Self-Love and Confidence for Busy Women course, um, and we've really just bonded a lot over the last I would say month or so. Um, and it's so cool because we're in different parts of the world. <laughs> so it's really nice to connect. So Jenny, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm Jenny and I am an empowerment and resilience coach. I haven't always been a coach. In fact, it's quite new to me. I've had my business probably just under a year. Um, I literally fell into it by accident through the um through a coaching program that our mutual coach Erin had mm. and just kind of started looking into it when I created my YouTube channel and I thought can you imagine if I can do this every day how amazing would that be and then I thought well why don't I just give it a go and I literally just went with it and just literally having the best time I love the fact that all of the women that I work with they they want to be successful they want to do things that they wouldn't normally do but they are stuck because they are not sure what direction to go in they're anxious about doing it they're completely stepping out of their comfort zone and we all know all the fears and limiting beliefs that come off that and I feel like because I've been there I can relate to them a lot more than if I hadn't been there and just to kind of see people progress and build their confidence up and grow I just think it's the most amazing thing from having the best time. Um, yeah, so it's quite new, but yeah. I'm just, it's, it's so good. I'm literally loving it. Love it. So tell us a little bit more. Let me, we didn't do breath work. Sorry, I'm letting my family know that we're recording a podcast. So leave us alone. <laughs> so if you want to sit up, everybody that's listening can do this as well. Put your feet flat on the floor, rub your palms together, bring them to the center of your chest. Look up to your third eye point or that space in between your eyebrows. Take a big, big deep breath in. Hold it at the top. Exhale, let it go. Do that two more times. Big breath in. Hold. And exhale. Last one, biggest breath you've taken all day. Hold it at the top. Let anything that's no longer serving you, anything that you're ready to release, bubble up to the surface. And exhale, let that shit go. Universe, source, our angels, our guides, our higher selves, please, please, please channel through me and Jenny both today on this podcast episode for all of the Self Love With Sid listeners. Um, 
please help us to just hold space for each other, to create love for each other, and to allow what is meant to come through, come through in divine timing. And just thank you so much for connecting Jenny and I both on our own journeys and pretty much having us fall into each other and <laughs> becoming such good friends over such a short amount of time. It's been such a blessing. So thank you so much. And again, so, so grateful to have her on. So one more big, big deep breath in. Hold. Exhale, let it go. Ah, I love that. I know. Okay, now we do that every day. I know. Isn't it so good? So good. Yeah. So I just think it's good because I feel like, and this is a tip for anybody even that's listening, like just if you're running around all day and then you go to sit down to like, especially with the coaching world, like for us with like our clients and like all that stuff, like you can take that energy from shit going on outside of you to your calls. And then you're like, Oh, I don't really love the energy of like how that went, you know, that's a super Mm. easy way to like tune back in. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you outside of the business. Like, what are you interested in? How did you even stumble into coaching? Like, what did you do with your career? Like, like, I want to know, like, since, you know, like the whole thing, the whole shebang. Okay. So I started work at 15 and that was um, quite some time ago, nearly 40, but let me say about that better. So I've been literally working my whole life and always worked for a corporate company okay. in different industries, but always worked for a corporate company. And I understood through childhood and things, that was the way to be. You grow up, you get a job. Mm. You save money, you buy a house, you get married, have children, live happy ever after. And most of the time in that order. So I always thought that was the way it was with the working world. And I'm one of 10 children. And so I'm the eldest. And it was more, I felt that pressure because I knew that my siblings were looking up to me. And I knew that if I went to college, they'll want to go to college. If I start work, they'll want to start work. So that was like how our, I guess, not hierarchy, our relationships were at home. So I started work really early and then it wasn't until the last few years that I thought things happen in my personal life and I just thought, is this really how life is? Like, is this really what I'm meant to do? I'm meant to only Like the only option too. That's like been the thought for me. Like, is this the only option that like I have to work for somebody else? Exactly. And to and to be fair, like it's not the worst thing in the world. Like obviously it's been so grateful to have jobs and done really well with them. And for some people that's okay. Um, but for some people it isn't. And I think it's just I guess at this point it's just good to say whatever you want to do, like it has to be right for you. I felt the last couple of years, I just felt really stuck, you know, having to ask somebody when I can go to lunch, having to ask someone when I can go on holiday. Right. having to literally roll myself out of bed because I know I won't get paid for sick leave even though I was sick and I just thought is this really what it's like mm. and it was just really hard and then I thought this can't be it and then so I was look, looking around I started to get into self-development the last few years I knew it was a thing, but I didn't really understand it. And so the last where did years, you? I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Where did yeah. you start with that? With like personal growth? YouTube. Like, okay. Just for the, I love watching YouTube videos, and I just I just stumbled over this YouTube video 
talking all about, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and looking at the direction of your life. And you, you could tell I was stuck because I was obviously searching in YouTube for those right. answers. Right. And then, so I came across um, our mutual coach and she just seemed to just say the things, she just seemed to be talking about the things that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'd connect with her. And one of the things I've always wanted to do is I've just wanted to share a positive message. I just wanted to, especially when things are hard, I wanted to be, I guess, a light that show people there is a different way to live and to life. Mm. And so I really started following her journey and I thought, why don't I create a YouTube channel? Why don't I start doing that? But I just, you know, so many anxieties and just panic just came in and then so she was doing this course all about being confident in the camera and things like that and a couple very long story short I created my YouTube channel and did videos around um, time management confidence looking after yourself and things like that things that I was interested in and then I got quite a lot of good feedback and people telling me that it was really helpful Mm. and then I thought I'm loving this so I kept doing video after video and but I kept going into my day job and I thought I come home and I get excited because you know I'm either refreshing to see how many people have liked my video how many comments I've got coming through what comments they are and then I get really excited about you know filming a new video and then uploading it and then I go to bed and I wake up and I've got to go through the whole shebang at work. Yeah. And I just thought, no way. And then I had a group coaching call one day and I thought, can you imagine if I can do this full time? Like, isn't it, wouldn't it be such, it's such a shame that I can't do this full time. I could just talk about things I love. And then I thought, why can't you? Why can't you? I always thought, you know, always work for somebody else. But then I thought, actually, why? Why do you have to work for somebody else? Why do you have to do the things that we assume you have to do? And then I thought, actually, you don't. And I'm going to give it a go. And it all started from that YouTube channel. Yeah. How long ago was that when you started your YouTube channel? Two, about two years. Okay. Are you still doing, are you still making videos consistently or do you just do the podcast now? So it's kind of on hold at the minute because okay. I've had change in direction mm. and I, my message had changed a little bit and I felt like I needed to get that right before I start telling people why they should come and gotcha. come to my channel. I needed to know exactly what I'm telling people they can expect. Yeah. So I put that on hold and instead I've created or started my podcast mm. and I just, I think it's amazing. You can reach so many people and it's quicker to get your content out there because you obviously don't have to film, edit, and all the rest of it. Right. Um, so it's quite new. I will get back to it, but I just I think podcast is the way that everyone's going at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's funny too because like I was just I was talking to my boyfriend's like getting into like streaming and like doing things online and like looking at possibilities like how we are like there's other ways to live than just to like work for somebody else like whatever and we were talking about like we always go back and forth about like do you think this would be a good idea and like talking about like consistency and like the platforms and like it's so cool to like that for my life partner you know to be like that Mm -hmm. and um 
we were talking the other day because I remember when I first joined like the Game Changer Collective and Aaron was talking about how like you know picking one platform and focusing on that solely because at first when I first started and this is just a helpful hint for anybody out there that's doing content creation or business or like whatever in the online space. Like you always, I was so excited. Like I was like, okay, like I'm going to do a YouTube channel. I literally thought I was going to do all three, like mm -hmm. a YouTube channel and a blog and a podcast. Like I was like, mm -hmm. I'm doing all of them. And then she, when she said like, just pick one. And I'm like, I know I could talk for hours and hours on end. And like, mm -hmm. I don't want to edit videos. Right. So I picked the podcast and I started this back in gosh, September of last year. So it's been almost a year. Um, but we were talking about like, he's like, what Mike, my, my Dom and my boyfriend's like, what if you could like do video, like YouTube videos and the podcast, like simultaneously, like record, like get ready. He's like, you like to get ready. So like do your hair, do your makeup and like record the podcast and like a YouTube video at the same time. And like, there's a girl that I follow that does that, but I'm like, I don't know, I guess just a question for you from me, but also girls that follow me or guys that follow me, like, what are your tips for starting a YouTube channel? Like, how did you even like walk me through that process? If you had to do it over again, how would you do it? I think the first thing you need to do is you need to look at why you're doing it. Mm. Are you looking to build relationships? Are you looking to add value? Like what is your big goal with starting it? Because I think you really have to have a good reason for doing it. Right. Otherwise the you know, thinking for subjects you want to talk about, planning them, that can be really, really hard. Mm. So for me, when I started, I one of my main focuses was to help women um, that wanted to build a business around a full-time job. And so I knew that covered things like time management, productivity, mm -hmm. um, mindset, and so many other things. And so because I knew that's what I wanted to do, the subjects that I thought about or the subjects that I wanted to talk about came quite easy because I knew what my end goal was. Right. So the first thing is you need to know what direction you want it to go in, not how many subscribers, how many views or right. anything. You just need to know why you're doing it and what you want to get out of it. Mm. And then I had a list of one to 50 and every number represented a subject. You don't have to, this is just for me, if I've got loads in my head, I just need to get it out. Yeah. And so I wouldn't worry, you know, if you've got 50 ideas or if you've got five ideas, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just kind of make a start. And once you've got one idea, like when you talk about productivity, then time management falls into that and then planning and then other right. things. So just kind of get the starting point. But yeah. the biggest thing is just know your reason for doing it because that will really help. Right. you think of what subjects to talk about otherwise you'll just be creating something off the cuff yeah. and it won't really you won't be able to put the right energy into it and so you won't get the right energy back yeah I I feel that too because I remember in the beginning of like before I really like niche down like I knew I wanted to do like wellness and like personal growth and I really loved like both of those and then I was like okay like this is way too broad like this is I gotta hone in on like what is it like whatever I actually made a list I think of like a hundred things that I wanted to talk about because my thing because my like niche which wasn't even really a niche my subject was so broad um but like after I decided like self-love confidence manifesting were going to be like my top three like core values of my business um 
I started, and this is helpful too for people, like doing market research and like seeing like what people, what questions people were asking on like other people's YouTube videos or, you know, in other people's little, because every time that I post a little thing on Instagram and say like, like whatever, like what are you currently struggling with or whatever? Like it's always like bots. Like I swear I maybe have had like two people who actually said it. Um, but it's helpful, I think, to look at people who are farther along than you in the same niche and to see like what questions are people asking them and like for anybody listening to this who was like because I can already hear people's thinking like well if they're already talking about it like why do I have to talk about it and it's like everyone's unique voice is so important and like our like our perspectives are so important and also Mm -hmm. like if you were to learn the same topic from two different people you would get a completely different experience out of that right so yeah, just to add on to that content creation, I think it's important, like, before you even are building, or before you even have an audience, like, what Jenny said, like, definitely know, like, what is it that you want, like, what is it you want to talk about, what are you wanting to help people with, or what is that, you know, what's your why, and, like, niche down into topics for that, but then once you start getting momentum, like, ask, asking the people, it's so simple, like, ask the people in your community what they want to hear about, or look through and see what questions they're asking you in your DMs, or in your comments, and just kind of go from there or like on Instagram, which one of your, um, Instagram pictures are getting the most engagement or like with, you know, and then like those topics, you know, to talk more about. So that's just helpful too, for people who are like, I don't know what I want to talk about. Like just start doing research and, or even ask yourself, like in the beginning of your journey, like if you're in a coaching space, like in the beginning of your journey, what questions were you asking? What questions were you typing into YouTube or Google? Um, you know what I mean? I was just about to say that literally just put yourself in in your ideal audience's shoes if you want to coach people on confidence and people are lacking confidence and they go into YouTube what are they going to type in right so that's such a good point I know I was thinking it and you were speaking it and I thought <laughs> I'm telling you, I like every conversation we have <laughs> I love it Cool. So, um, my other questions for you. So tell me specifically, or tell us specifically, like what, um, you're most passionate on, like helping people through right now. Cause I feel like that might be helpful to ask you some questions and give some coaching just for like my audience overall. Um, so specifically now, what are you coaching people on? So right now I am in the middle of a group coaching program and it's all about helping people on their journey to Mm self-discovery it talks about the main aim for this coaching program is to kind of bring people's identity out sometimes you know life can be so manic and so much going on that you end up putting everyone else first thinking you know what do i need to do what can i do am i doing the right thing Mm-hmm. And sometimes we end, you know, with like the self-love and everything that you coach people on, we become a second, third, fourth, fifth, last priority. And I think it's so easy just to forget who we are. Yeah. And, you know, no one's perfect. Like I've had this business for nearly a year and a month ago, I really felt like I lost my own identity. I look back and I thought, I'm different. I'm a different version of myself that I once was. Right. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it because I feel like it's so easy to get yourself lost but it's so hard to get yourself back and so that's what I'm most passionate about just helping people realize who they really are bring that person out don't worry about you know anxieties don't worry about the unknown 
just know who you are know what you stand for know what your values are and know what you want and just know that you can do anything which i literally just listed 10 million things but it all covers under the same thing for me just knowing your worth and your value yeah and i just think i needed that a couple of years ago and now i can help other people i love that yeah i i also think too like just going back on that like with like there is so many there's so many external factors in our lives that i talk about this all the time like um just for anybody listening like between like school and work and family and children and hobbies and your health and going to the grocery and having to clean your house and like all those things like it's a lot and it's i think that's like why I had our whole morning routine masterclass yesterday to like really talk about the importance of like carving that time out for yourself during the day. Um, but I also like going back how I was talking about yesterday, like through for me, like right now, that's like sitting down in meditation or like doing a yoga flow and then like journaling, like literally sitting there in meditation in silence with some like soft music playing and like asking like my guides, like what, what message do I need to hear right now? What am I needing? How, what should I do today? Like, what do you want? What would you like me to do today? And just letting that flow instead of doing like what I think I should be doing or what I, you know what I mean? Cause that's where mm. I think the anxiety comes in for me and a lot of people. Cause you're like, okay, like for ex- like in my situation, I have a lot of people here that are like in healthcare or like want to be nurses or whatever. Um, and you're like so focused on like, okay, well that's the end goal. And like, what, how does everybody else get there? And I think that's where you get tripped up because then you don't enjoy the journey. You're just doing it how everyone else is doing it rather than like listening to like your internal guidance around it. Definitely. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's when comparison kicks in. And I think comparing yourself to other people is so inappropriate. Nobody does things as you do. Right. No one is you. You're unique, like you just said. And I just think you can't really base your journey and your goals on other people because everyone does things so differently. Mm. And I think that's the killer sometimes to people's success because they compare. And it's an unfair match. And so yeah, you just stop doing it because you feel like you're not good enough. Right. So, Well, and yeah. I almost feel like for me, this is going to turn into a, you coaching me because I'm curious. Like around like for me with my business, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's good to look at other people's journeys and to see like how they've done it and to like reverse engineer and all those things. But I also think it's like two extremes. Like you could either do it like super flowy and like figure it out and it takes a little bit longer and, or maybe like shift the belief system so that you're like in flow and knowing that you're always exactly where you're meant to be. But I also feel like for me, a lot of anxiety comes from like, okay, like this person has a successful business and I get all caught up in the numbers and I get all caught up in like, she has this many people on Instagram and this meant like her podcast is huge and like whatever. And like, I'm refreshing my numbers, like just being a hundred percent honest. Right. And like, I think it's super, um, relatable for people who have online businesses. And it's like, how, how do you like turn off that anxiety around it? Like, how would you coach somebody through that? The comparison mode you know? Yeah. And I think like with the example you've given, there are two ways of doing it. You can either do it on your own and just trust your intuition, trust the process, Mm. or you can, you can be empowered by other people. And I think both of those two options go from one extreme to the other. When I started, I thought I don't need to invest in a coach. I need to make money before I can invest. That's the mindset I had. 
And so I started to do it on, on, on my own. I did it for the first five, six months. Nothing happened. Mm. Nothing happened at all. There was no Facebook group. There was not hardly anybody on my Instagram. The Instagram followers I had was from a previous venture that I decided it was a good idea to do. Yeah. And I said to myself, you know, I had my financial goals and I, knowing what I know now that was so unrealistic, I had no clarification as to the direction I was going in. Yeah. And for me, that didn't work. So what I then decided to do is then I decided to look at who could inspire me, who could I, I'm a firm believer that you should always have people in your life that uplift you. Mm -hmm. You should always have people in your life that are where you want to be. But just know that they're there for a reason and you're where you are for a reason. So when you do invest in a coach or when you do follow people on um, Instagram or YouTube, it's good to be inspired by their journey and it's good to see what they're doing because you can get an idea as to what you're doing. But it's also even more important to know that everyone is different. Everyone's journey is different. You right. can get inspiration from other people, but you need to put your own spin on it. Right. And so even now, you know, when I look at podcast ideas or YouTube ideas, I look at what other people are doing and obviously just put your own spin on it. And then, but like you said earlier, speak to people, find out what they're struggling with, find out what they want. Right. Um, so I think that's really important. And I just think comparison, I've done it myself. You know, I've got two coaches that I, I religiously follow. I do nearly all of their courses. One of them I've recently finished a couple of months ago, the one-to-one -one coaching. And so it's really good to have people like that in your life because you can be accountable and motivate you and things like that. But just know that their journey is different to yours and just don't think, okay, so they've done a podcast, so I need to do it they've got a Facebook group, I need to do it. Right. A little while ago, I had a Facebook page, I've got a Facebook group, my YouTube, my podcast. I then decided Pinterest was a good idea and all these things because I saw other people doing it. Yeah. And now I update my Instagram, my podcast and my Facebook group because it's not sustainable yeah. and it's just not possible. So I basically rambled, but I hope that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like I resonate a lot and I agree a hundred percent with what you say about investing in people that are farther along than you are. There's a motorcycle going past my house. I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. Um, it's fine. But no, I, I like in the very beginning of my journey, I think the first thing that I invested in, this was more so for like my own spiritual practice, like my spiritual practice and like self-care and like I've taken courses on everything, like personal growth, business, self-care, self-love, like whatever. I'm like getting through the shit, like the emotional blocks and whatever, healing those things so I could step into who I want to be. Um, and I remember, and I'm just, I feel like someone needs to hear this again. That's why everything always flows through. But like with investing in yourself, like, I think it can be so scary. Like the first course that I invested in was like a Kundalini yoga, like eight week intensive. And it was like literally working up through all the chakras and like healing imbalances. And like, I was like, okay, like the, and I thought it was crazy. Like at first I'm like, I, I think it's crazy. And I've never invested this much money in myself, but like at the same time, I, I cannot stop thinking about it. And every time I'm reading it, like, I need, like, I know that I need this. And that's when I started like acting on my intuition and like trusting my gut about like, you know, what I wanted to invest in. And I think it's important too. like, and this is something that kind of answers my question that I asked you, but like, 
in terms of comparison and following people and all those things, I think it's really good to just like figure out and realize like, who is it that you feel called to like consuming their content and who is it that's just kind of like taking up space on your platform? Cause like if there's somebody, you know what I mean? Like if there's somebody whose content you feel like you're always comparing yourself to them, maybe like you shouldn't follow them or maybe you should like just kind of like create space between that. Um, and almost like look to coaches who are, I don't know. I've always looked to people who felt so much further along than me on my journey. Cause then I never felt like I was comparing myself to them. Do you know what I mean? Cause they've already been yeah. in their journey and like had their beginner, like beginner phases mm -hmm. of things. Um, so I think it's important to like ask, like to just remember that like the courses that you're feeling called to like are probably for a reason. Um, and like the same thing with my business. Cause I officially started my business in uh, what December of 2018 was when I started with the multi-level marketing company through Beachbody. And that was like a whole thing. And it was a beautiful stepping stone. Um, and I loved it when I was doing it, like, but I was like a, almost a year in and I was like, wait a second. I'm like, there's really not much like growth happening here. Like I was like looking financially at like how much I was making and like, you know, you can't have a business if you're not making money. So that was like a big thing that I was reminding myself of. And like, even though it was fun, like, how could I take it to the next level? And like, that's when I invested in like the Game Changer Collective. Cause I'm like, this is like everything I need to know about like actually running an online business rather than just like the pillars of the multi-level marketing company that I was with. And they were like, you, you know, get clear with your audience and like personal growth and like, just not like they were, I feel like they were just missing that like element of like business coaching. I really do. Like, cause everyone looked the same. Like, I felt like everybody in that space was like very similar. Um, and I was like, I don't really want to do this if everybody else, like if somebody can just go to a different coach and do that, like that would, for me just didn't feel aligned anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And I think if it weren't for investing in like the Game Changer Collective, like the member, the business mentorship that I'm a part, like that we're both a part of, like, I don't think I, I wouldn't have the podcast. Cause I remember Erin saying like, oh yeah, like we were talking about creating a podcast and then like the next day I launched it and she was like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, because I like, <laughs> I just knew it that that was the next step. Right. But I, I agree a hundred percent, like even though, and I'm actually, I like just invested in a money course to help me work on my money mindset because I am up leveling and now I'm offering one-on-one -on -one coaching and I'm charging more than I ever have. And there were a lot of blocks that came up for me. So I think it's important too, to just like, like how Jenny was saying, like, come back to who just be, I guess, aware and conscious of how you're feeling and like the things that you're struggling with. And then from there, like moving forward, seek out opportunities to help you with those things specifically. So like for yeah. me right now, it's healing money mindset. It's working mm -hmm. through my belief system in terms of what's going on in society right now. Like it's a, a lot of different things, right? But mm -hmm. I'm not just kind of like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to buy that. Like it really is like my true pain points is what I invest in. Um, but I also think you, you, it's cliche to say that like you're investing in yourself is always going to be the best investment, but it's so true. It's so true. And I think, I love what you said about like money blocks and mindset yeah. blocks because when I started doing courses I you know at that point I wasn't able to invest like tons and tons and tons into it because I've always had this mindset that you spend money when you've made money right. and I hadn't made money in my coaching business because it was brand new right. but then I looked at what other people were doing and they're investing and I thought why are they investing like 
how can I afford all of this? But it's not necessarily about how you can afford it because to a certain degree, I think we could always make something work. It's right. not necessarily whether you can afford to buy that course or get that coaching program or work with someone one-to-one. It's more, can you afford not to? Right. And so I did courses and I thought, okay, I went for the cheap courses in inverted commas some of them were good some of them were not so good yeah and I, then, I agree yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and I think like for us as well and then for people that are looking to invest in themselves like money is obviously a big thing some people are not able to invest and some are but I think if you feel like you're not and that's how I felt before I invested in my one-to-one coaching with my coach I thought how am I I can't afford it I can't afford it but then I looked at what I was spending my money on and I was spending way more than my one-to-one courses over the quarter, right. which was crazy. So I think if you really want it, if you feel like you can't live without it, you can't afford to not do that coaching um, and you can't afford to not invest in yourself, mm. then I would definitely have a look at what you're doing already because it's really easy just to let the whole like spending just go away with us. Yeah. And it's probably, conversation for another time but I think because we're talking about investing I think the best mindset is to have can I afford not to can I afford not to invest in myself and in my life and in my business yeah or I agree and I it's funny because like I said like the course that I'm taking now about money mindset it talks about like money is just energy and like all these things and like like I always say, like everything in our external world is a direct reflection of our internal state. So like the way that you think about money is the way it's going to show up in your life. So I think it's really like the biggest takeaway that I've had so far with like the course that I'm in now is like, look at like the money, like the limiting beliefs or just like your beliefs around money in general. Like, is it that you have to work hard for your money? Cause like for me, it's like, I have to work really hard for my money to be successful. I have to work a lot to have to make a lot of money, which like is not true in online business. Like that's something that's been holding me back. Um, but also like that I'm not like, I, I feel like because I don't have a lot of people physically around me that are running online businesses, it can be really hard for me to like get my mind behind making $10,000 months or 20, you know, however much I want to make. Right. And this whole, what I really love about the course that I invested in, it's Amanda Francis's, um, oh gosh, I don't know the name of it, but it's out right now. Um, it'll come to me, but it's like the bonus trainings that I'm listening to. And she's talking about like, what is like your energetic minimum right now? So like asking yourself like, okay, like, cause I think for me, I have a very all or nothing mindset with things. Like I think, mm-hmm. okay, like I can either do this or I won't do it. Or like with money, like I can make a ton of money or I can stay where I'm at. Like, I think it's like mm-hmm. now, like where I'm at now or like making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. So her whole concept of like energetic minimums and like asking yourself like how much money, how much money, at the very minimum, can you make a month that would make you feel comfortable? So like picking that number for yourself and then like playing around with, okay, what would it feel like to have, to make a little bit more than that this month or to make, you know what I mean? And giving yourself that range and then like Mm -hmm. stepping into that, that energy and then like almost incrementally going up instead of thinking that it's a huge jump. Um, but I definitely think that like the money that we invest in ourselves, but also like that we give to other people comes back to us tenfold. Um, Cause like the whole energetic perspective behind it, like if you're clenching onto it, like that's a very lack mindset, right? Like we think like, mm-hmm. well, I don't have enough, so I can't spend it. And I think that's a, that's a mm-hmm. big thing for a lot of people right now. And it's like, okay, well you're creating that reality for yourself, right? Like your mindset yeah. is creating that. 
that's what I used to have. I used yeah. to have that same mindset literally only until a few years ago. And I, right or wrongly, I was brought up with this mindset and even through like high school mm. that for women to be rich, they have to marry a rich husband. Yeah. And I really, I'm going to be rich and then they'll have to marry me for them to be rich. <laughs> but literally money mindset is so is so important it can hold you back or it can it can propel you right and you just have to you do have to work out like you said where those blocks come from right you need to get rid of them otherwise you'll just stay where you are yeah and I think that applies to people both in business and both people who are are working corporate jobs you know so I love that I know and I the other thing I was going to ask you what do you feel like have been um well like right now like what are you loving the most or like who are you loving the most to follow or like what in your like personal growth you know like realm of how you're developing yourself like what are you super into right now or like what's serving you a lot right now okay so the last like month and a half basically i've consumed all of your content so obviously i love you so much (laughs) that's what i've been doing but it's so good because i know we're not like going into it in like massive detail right now otherwise we'll be here for 10 hours I know but it's not something I would focus on ever before Mm. and it's just it's brought up so much for me so recent like I'm so into self-love at the moment honestly and I I'm in two memberships one of them is the game changer collective that we're part of Mm -hmm. and then one that another coach here in the UK has got um I'm quite not cautious but I really hold myself back from the amount of people that I follow because I used to follow so many people and you can really get completely overloaded with information right people do things differently like you said earlier you can have the same goal but people can do things completely differently Mm. but then because I was following so many people that were coaching the same or similar subjects there was so much conflicting information so I literally don't follow that much but at the moment because I am in the process of leveling my business. I'm doing a lot from the memberships that I'm in because that seems to be the focus. So right now it's all about self-love, self-discovery and taking business to the next level. I love that. I know. Yeah. Um, I was going to add on to that. I feel like too, just to go back to the whole thing that you were saying about self-love, like I feel like it's a thing that a lot of people don't realize they're struggling with until you're like, okay, like, how do you feel about yourself in this situation? Or like, what are you believing to be true about the situation? And then you realize that it's really not in alignment. Um, yeah, I don't know. I also feel too, like in terms of, you said something that I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about that. And it totally slipped out of my mind. Um, but I'm just going to roll with it. I feel like in terms of like up leveling business and all of those things and like it was about social media that's what it was because you were saying that you only follow a certain amount of people i went through and did a huge sweep of the people that i was following like probably two or three months ago because i realized i was like i don't even want it's not fun to be on instagram anymore because when i go on it's just like clutter like i literally was like none of this is serving me so that's another good tip for you guys if you're when like when you listen to this episode if you're feeling like okay the world just seems like super loud and you feel like you're really comparing yourself to other people and like it's really discouraging you from like taking forward action in your own life i think that is a really good place to start is just look at like 
go through your the list of people that you're following and if like take an honest look and be like okay do I really like is it somebody that you knew from the past that like you really don't know them anymore like and it's not like gonna kill anybody if you unfollow them like it's really mm-hmm. not you know mm-hmm. um yeah because like that energy too goes right back in like right back into you and I think if we're not cautious that's why I like turn my phone off at 6 p.m every night so that I can keep it upstairs and just not be consumed with that that need to like check my email and check my Instagram and like see who messaged me and like uh, that whole mm-hmm. downward spiral, right? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going back to what I asked you earlier just because I feel like there's more to dig into deeper with it. And obviously we can always record another episode later because I feel like we'll be on here forever. Um, <laughs> but what, I guess, um, what is like your process whenever you teach someone how to I'm still stuck on that comparison, that comparison mindset. You know what I mean? Like with feeling specifically in terms of like knowing what goal it is that you want in life and then realizing like, okay, like it doesn't have to be done that way. Like you don't have to like get married and have the babies and buy your house. And like, that's like your version of success. Right. So how did you, or like, what tips do you have for people in terms of self-discovery to come back home to like what it is that they truly want? if that makes sense, and to, like, clear out all of, like, the societal norms? So I think the biggest thing, and sometimes the hardest thing, is to know what you want out of life. Mm. And, you know, you might say family, a house, money. Well, how much money? What house do you want? Where do you want to live? What? How many children do you want if you want children? Right. And I think the biggest thing that propels and dictates everything is knowing what you want. And the reason I say it's, I think it's the most hardest thing to do is because we don't live that life yet. And so it's very unknown. And I think one thing that I talk about when we talk about goal setting and I talk about the difference between dreams and goals, dreams is like, you know, when you sit there and you visualize, like when I sit here and listen to music at school, my teacher would always tell me I was away with the fairies. I used to like picture this and picture that. And still do it and so they're my dreams and then my goals are ones or like steps that you have to take to Mm. get your um like in goals and your dreams and so we I need to remember what point I was getting at I rambled so much yeah so what you have what we do is when I help people on it is I say okay so in five years time if you are living the life you live right now if you live in the house you live if your business is the way that it is if your job is exactly as it is Mm. how would you feel Mm. and then majority of the time people will say you know I'll be frustrated because I haven't progressed I'll be unfulfilled because I haven't done what I really wanted to do and then I think okay so if you're not happy where you are within this five-year period if you're if you look back and you think I'm exactly the same place I'm not happy what would make you happy? Where do you want to be? If you've got a business and you get to five years time and you're in the same position, why are you upset? Because you need to, you need to know what those point points are and you need to understand why they're painful. And if it's because your business isn't in the place you want it to be, what, what benchmark have you given it? How do you know your business is not in the right place you want it to be? How do you know your life isn't how you want to be? You need to kind of think about, okay, so in five years' time, if I'm not happy, why? And if I'm if I'm not happy, what would make me happy? Hmm. And from that, you'll know. 
So when I did my exercise, I thought, okay, in five years time, if I'm in the same place I am now, I won't be happy. But if I've done, you know, various course coaching programs, one-to-one coaching events, webinars and things like that, I know that I would be happy. And so that's, that's what I would suggest really. Yeah. Do yeah. that five-year or ten-year thing, whatever yeah. you want to do. And I think just, that go ahead. Yeah. I feel like that also helps just get kind of give people like almost like the kick in the ass or like lighting the fire under yeah. you to be like, oh wow, like it really is up to me and like the action that I take, you know? Mm. And like I think it's so and I go back to this because I'm all back into this whole energetic spiritual world of mine, but like if you just say like, I want to have a successful business, I want to change people's lives with my business. Cause that's a big, like big picture goal for me. Right. But like, maybe it needs to be more specific. Maybe it needs to be like, you know, I'm changing people's lives through my podcast and my one-on-one coaching and my Facebook group or like specifically, like I have financial goals, like for how much money I want to make each year. But then I also think like, you got to break that down into like, monthly goals and then identify like go through your finances every month and like see like where you're at because I think a lot of Mm -hmm. times like awareness is always going to be the most empowering thing and even if you're somebody who's like I'm so scared to like look at my bank account like if that like freaks you out or like paying bills freaks you out like if you don't get your shit together and get clear on how much money you're bringing in how much money you're taking out of your bank account every single month it's going to be like this for the rest of your life like truly so I think And that's a really, I think, good tip too, to help people with like prioritizing just like how they spend their days, like asking like, okay, in five years time, like, where do you want to be in all aspects of your life? Like, and how do you, like, what would your ideal day look like? And like, how does that differ from where you're at right now? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's huge. And I also, that helps a lot too, for me, like in terms of comparison and all that stuff because you see people who are like and social media is everybody's highlight reel right like we don't see the hard parts of life behind the scenes like how we're both sitting here in our pajamas with our hair in a messy bun and no makeup on we don't see that on social media because everyone is it, it it's just like that's just how it is right and that's why I try to be as raw and authentic as possible on there and I appreciate the people that do that as well but I also think like when you're seeing somebody's best day on Instagram, like that's not reality. And you can't say mm-hmm. like, do you, I feel like the, that's, a, I'm still so stuck on that. I'm going to do that exercise when we get off. Cause I think that's super powerful. Um, but like to ask my, like ask yourself like, okay, in five or 10 years, like, what do I want my life to look like? Like specifically, like, where is it? Not just, I want my dream house. Like, what does your dream house look like? Where are mm-hmm. you living? Like, how often are you traveling? Where are you traveling? Like, how much money's in the bank? How many clients are you working with? How much are you charging? Like, getting super specific. And then, like, yeah. from a manifestation pro- like, point of view, like, that shit will come to you so much quicker when you actually tell the universe and your angels and your guides what it is that you want, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you might find that five years is too difficult because it's yeah. quite time. But just do it for, you know, even the end of the year or just right. do it for a year or two years. It just gets that, it just gets you thinking about it. Right. Yeah. I love that. And it helps it to be not so general. Cause I feel like when it's general, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. It definitely. just feels like this dream, like, you know, airy fairy, like kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, if it happens, cool. But if not, like, I don't know if that would, you know, there's like no meaning behind it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think if your dreams don't scare you, mm. then they're not big enough. And I just think everyone's different, but I just think, when you look at your dreams and your goals, don't put time restrictions, don't put money restrictions, literally 
if there was no restrictions, no limits, like what do you want to do? I love that. Yeah. And just compare it. It's easy to say don't compare yourself to other people, but it's a human thing. I still do it to this day. But I just think what I do is I think, okay, so if I wanted to make, I don't know, if I wanted a six-figure business and someone I look up to has already got a six-figure business, well, they were where I want, they were once where I am now. They didn't have it straight away. The difference is, is they decided just to go for it anyway. Mm. So when we find ourselves in that moment of comparison, just know everyone started in the same place at the same time. Their journey would be different. Their end goals would be different. Everything they do along the way would be different. But everyone starts in the same place. Yeah. And we can literally just do anything. That's so cheesy and cringy. But we literally can. We just need to know where we're going. Yeah. And also just think you can't compare yourself to other people because the amount of time you have in a day could be different to me. Mm-hmm. The way you do things will be different to me. You think, okay, she's got a six-figure business. I don't. Okay, well, you might work full-time. She might not work full-time. Right. So it's, it's so inaccurate to compare yourself, but it's honestly the number one dream killer, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think it also takes like the excitement out of it because it makes you anxious yeah. for this, right? And I yeah. feel, too, like just going back to what you were saying about um, – like the intention setting and like how people, like how you said, like the people that are where you want to be, like just went for it. I think just like, again, as cheesy as this might sound, like speaking things into existence is huge. So like once you're clear on what your goals are, like write them down every single day. Like I, in an, I am statement, like I am making over a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, or I have a million listens on my podcast. Like, you know, just really like, cause and I think in the beginning it can be kind of hard to write those down. Cause you're like, okay, like for me, at least it's like super like big drafty goals. And like, yeah. but like you said, like if they're big, if your dreams aren't big enough, like they're, or if they don't scare you, they're not big enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's a really beautiful process. Like naturally, like if you start on day one, writing out your affirmations and you're like, Oh, and in your mind, you're like, I don't know how the hell this is going to happen. Like that can't happen for me. That's when you look at those limiting beliefs and ask yourself, where did you learn them? Are these ultimately true? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and is, are there people out there that are proving that this can be done? Like for me with business, like there are people out there who are making tons and tons of money doing what they love on their own schedule. Right. Like how we were talking about in the beginning and mm-hmm. like then reshifting the affirmation back to like what it is that you wrote out. So I think, like if you guys are going to do this and you start and you get discouraged because you think, okay, well, this just doesn't feel real. Ask yourself why and start. That's where the self-discovery part of it comes in too, is like really facing the shit that you don't want to face. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. look at these stories and like how you were raised and like things that you learned in childhood and like send that so much love and forgiveness and then choose again. Like, but you can't Mm -hmm. choose again unless you know where you're at. Right. So I love that. Oh, I love that so much. Beautiful. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share before we hop off? I don't think so. I literally feel like we could just continue this conversation forever. I know. But I'm conscious of time. Um, <laughs> obviously I don't want people to fall asleep. Um, I don't think so. I think I've covered everything. Awesome. I, to do. I just think just go for it. You just, you don't know how things are going to end up until you've tried. I love that. I feel like I needed to hear that today too. So thank you so much. I love it. All right, let's end with some breath work and then we'll let everybody know where they can find you. So again, rub your palms together, bring them to the center of your chest. 
Take a big deep breath in. Hold it at the top. Exhale, let it go. Two more, big breath in. Hold. Exhale, let it go. Last one, big breath in. Hold it at the top. Exhale, let it go. And then keeping your eyes closed, I want you guys to put your hands on your lap with your palms facing up. And I just wanna do a quick meditation to just visualize your dream life and visualize your goals, um, considering that was the energy that came through with this episode. And my hands are buzzing and vibrating, so I know that this is exactly what's meant to come through for you guys listening um, and for both of us on this podcast episode right now. So I want you to look up in between your eyebrows, up at your third eye point, and I just want you to start picturing in your mind's eye what does your absolute dream life look like so first of all starting with where are you living who are you with what does your space look like physically seeing that trust the first thing that comes to you trust that exactly what's coming to your mind right now and exactly what you're feeling even if you can't see it is the right answer so who are you with where are you living what does that look like take a moment just to think about that Keep taking nice, big, deep breaths. And then I want you to start thinking about how is it that you spend your days? How do you spend your mornings? What do you do in the early mornings? How, what do you eat for breakfast? You know, what are your self-care practices first thing in the morning? So walk, walk through that in your mind's eye. Are you meditating? Are you reading? Are you going on a walk? Are you feeding your baby? What does that look like? Still taking nice, big, deep breaths. And then what does it look like going into your day? So what is it that you're doing for work? How many hours a day are you working? Do you have a business? Are you working for somebody else? You know, what is it that you feel most passionate about in this moment, most called to in this moment? Again, trust the first thing that comes to your mind. So what does that look like? When does your workday start? And when does it end? And then how do you wind down in the evenings? You know, what are the things that you do to unplug? How is it that you connect with the loved ones in your lives? So walk through that in your mind's eye. And then I want you to start thinking about how much money would you absolutely love to have in your bank account? How much money would you love to be making on a monthly or yearly basis? First number that comes to your head, play around with that. Ask yourself right now, what was the, what is the least amount of money that I could make that would make me feel comfortable? Like my, what is your energetic minimum? Like we were talking about in the episode, think about that number of what your energetic minimum is. And then I want you to ask yourself, how much money would you absolutely love to be making? Play around with increasing that first number that came to your mind. See that money in your bank account. Think about all the beautiful things that you would do with that money. What vacations would you take? What gifts would you buy for your loved ones? How would you invest in yourself? How would you invest in your business? You know, what homes would you buy? What, what would that look like? What would you specifically be using this money for? And again, trusting that what comes through is the right answer, trusting your intuition, trusting your internal guidance system. 
And then asking yourself, where is it that you love to travel? How often do you love to travel? What does that look like? If money, if you could have all the money in the world, because you can, and it really comes down to you choosing what energy, what, what amount of money you can get your mind and your energy behind, anything is possible. The sky is the limit. It really comes down to these energetic practices. So where would you be traveling? And again, asking yourself, like, without limits, how often, where would you be traveling? Where would you be living? As luxurious as you would want your life to look like, I want you to take pride in that and have confidence in that and know that that's already yours. The fact that you're already sitting here thinking about this right now and that it's coming to your mind means that it's already yours and it's already on its way. So trust that. And then how are you spending your free time? What are the things that you love to do? What are your hobbies? And envision yourself having enough time in your day, enough time and financial freedom to do the things that you absolutely love to do that brings you so much joy, that makes you feel like the best version of yourself. And I just want you guys to feel all of that positive energy that we just cultivated because I can feel it all throughout my body and all around me. And I just want you, again, to remember that the possibilities are endless and we can have the life that we desire. And I want you guys to return back to this meditation anytime that you're needing it, anytime that you're needing just some guidance and love and support because that's exactly, just know that your angels and your guides and your higher self and the universe, like I said, when you decide what it is that you want, when you get super clear and super specific on what it is that you want in this life, they will deliver. And it's already waiting for you on the other side. They're just waiting for you to declare that it's already yours to declare that it's what you want. So take one more deep breath in, breathe in all of that positive energy we just cultivated. Hold the breath at the top. Place your hands on your heart center. Just feel all of that love that you just cultivated inside of you and know that when you're needing this love and support, it all starts within and that you can really embody this energy at any point. You just have to decide that you want to. And exhale. One more big deep breath in, hold it, feel all that love, possibility, positive energy within you, exhale, let go anything that's no longer serving you. And when you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes. That was so good. That was so good. It always just, like I told you, just so like, ah, I love that. It was very in line too with what we talked about. So that was, I literally didn't, I didn't plan to do that. It just was like, let's just flow it through. So thank you so much for joining for the podcast and recording an interview with me. I love you so much. Tell everyone where they can find you and what exciting things you have coming up. So I, I think the easiest place to find me is on Instagram and I can give you the link. Um, I've got my Facebook community as well, which I do a live masterclass every week. And we do like lots of fun things in there. Um, coming up, I'm working on my one-to-one coaching and a self-study course around being resilient and bouncing back from struggles. And also there'll be one coming in the future about productivity as well. So there's a few little things coming up, but I think, yeah, I think my Facebook group and Instagram would probably be the easiest places to find me. I love that. We can link your podcast in there too. Perfect. 
Okay. So you can, sounds beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again, Jenny. Thank you so much for coming on and I'll see everybody in the next episode. Okay, my loves. So if you loved this podcast episode and you love everything that we talk about here with self-love and confidence and manifesting your dream life and spirituality and really just everything about, you know, mindset and personal growth and stepping into that next higher version of yourself um, so that you can really live the life of your dreams, I wanted to let you know about a couple of the free masterclasses that I either have coming up or I have recorded um, by the time that you're listening to this. I'm not sure if you're listening to this before um, the masterclasses go live when we get on via Zoom. Um, but if you're listening to this later on, um, the masterclasses will be free and recorded and you know at your fingertips. So whenever you're listening to this, I will leave the link down below in the show notes. Um, but I did want to tell you that if you really like the podcast and you like the things that we talk about here and you're just wanting a little bit of a deeper dive into all of these things, like I said, I have one about self-love, I have one about time management, I have one about manifesting, and I have one about morning routines. Um, and I'm sure that I'll create more in the future. But if you are interested and you would like to do a deeper dive with me, um, I would love if you joined in on one of the free masterclasses and just really, you know, investing in yourself is always going to be the best investment you could ever make, um, especially even if it is free. Um, just in, investing your time and your energy back into you is the act, like an ultimate act of self-love. Um, so like I said, I will leave those below for anybody wanting to get a deeper dive. Um, and again, thank you so much for supporting this podcast, you guys mean the world to me. I love you so much. All right, my loves. So before I let you go, I just wanted to share a very special offer that I have exclusively for podcast listeners, um, just as my way to say thank you and just Thank you for all the love and support that you give me on this podcast because without you guys, I couldn't do what I love. So thank you so much. Um, I will be offering everybody that listens a 20% off coupon for any course or product on my website. Um, you can just use the code podcastbabe20, all capital letters. I will leave all of the information um, in the show notes for you guys to check it out. But this applies to any and all courses on my website, including my high vibe wellness and self-love course, my high vibe business coaching mentorship, um, my at-home self-care retreat experience, and anything that I choose to produce and create after this is recorded. So thank you guys so much for all the love and support. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, but I just love you guys endlessly. Thank you so much. All right, my love, if this episode has served you, please share it with someone who you think would benefit from listening or that would just love the episode. Also tag me with your takeaways at self love with Sid on Instagram. Um, and feel free to DM me with any questions or feedback that you guys have. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to connect with you. Um, subscribe and leave me a five-star review if you're feeling aligned and you're feeling called to so that we can get this message out to more people. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.